Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 294. Today, we continue our Friday Simplify series, where we'll be covering step number two of simplifying your business, which is automate. So in this three-part series, we're, we're doing it each Friday. We started last week with step number one, and we'll conclude it next Friday. We're really trying to help you understand the power of learning how to do less in your business. See, I find that one of the biggest roadblocks that people face in their business uh, over time is that it, their business becomes too complicated, right? We start out in that kind of hustle harder trap. We're working harder. We're doing more. We're going faster. And it works for us until it doesn't anymore. And But the problem is this. Eventually, we get to a point where all the things that we believe we have to do in order to maintain the results that we have, they really start to just overwhelm us because we only have so much time. And we just get pulled in way too many different directions. And that's where we start losing effectiveness and we get stuck. And we talked about this in one of the previous episodes. There's this paradox of success. Our pursuit of success, or really just the long list of things that we think we have to do in order to get to where we want to go, that eventually becomes the catalyst for our failure. And this is the reason why the hustle harder trap that we've spoken so much about, why it's so deadly to our business, because it always leads us to believing that we have to do more. Eventually, it's just not possible. See, at some point, the goal needs to change for you. The goal is not to do more. The goal is to learn how to do less as a leader because that's the only way you'll ever have freedom. And the way that we do less is we have to have a systematic approach to simplifying our business because a complicated business will never scale and it'll never sustain growth over time. That's why I created the series for you is I'm introducing this kind of process that we're going to be teaching our clients moving forward to you here in the series. And look, those of you that are feeling stuck, you're working hard, but you're not making progress anymore. You're you're feeling exhausted and overwhelmed just thinking about everything that you have to do. This is, I believe, going to be a pivotal moment in your business. So let's just recap what the three steps are of the process that we're going to be teaching people inside of our new Love, Serve, Grow program. That's uh, only a couple of weeks away. I'm so excited to share the details with you on that. But the three steps that we're going to be walking you through in detail in that program are number one, eliminate. We covered that last week. We talked about there's just like straight up things that you just should not do anymore, right? We need to learn how to stop doing the things that don't bring us joy and that don't create results for our business, okay? Stop listening to people that tell you you should do something because it can make you successful without even taking the time to wonder like, you know, is what you want aligned with what I want? And just because it makes you someone successful doesn't necessarily mean it's going to make you successful. So we got to eliminate. The second step is we have to automate. That's what we'll cover in this episode. And then the third and the final step is to delegate. And each of these three steps, they must be done in order. And there is a process here that we're going to help you go through. So let's kind of dig a little bit more into this idea of just being more intentional around our time. Because that's really, to me, that's what this process is all about, is, is being more intentional. And we, we mentioned this in a previous episode. And this is important to repeat. 
we have to learn how to start valuing our own time. And we have to learn how to start being intentional about what we spend our personal time doing. Because at some point, we just have to realize this desire to want to try to do it all, it's no longer going to serve you. And it also doesn't serve the people on your team. Like if you're feeling stressed out and burned out and overwhelmed and lacking passion in your own business, how is that as a leader, how's that serving the people that are following you? So we have to recognize that time freedom comes before financial freedom. See, most people think they have it the other way around. They think that once I make enough money, then I'll have all the time. But the problem is this, is they don't build their business in an intentional way that actually frees them up. The bigger their team becomes, the less and less time they have because the more demands that are placed on them. So even though they make a lot of money, they never really have true freedom because they don't have time. And I'll tell you, speaking from experience, time is worth way more than money. What good is it making a lot of money if we don't even have the time to do the things that are most important to us and and to enjoy our success? So I always say that, you know, it's just understanding you're never going to have true freedom in your business until you learn how to value your own time. And valuing our time is we do that by going through the process of what I'm teaching you here. So as we start to kind of go through this three-step process, here's the first thing that's going to happen. You're going to be shocked at exactly like how many things that you actually do. See, in the actual program, we're going to take you through a time audit. We've actually created a tool and a tracker that's going to literally help you track every 15 minutes of your day, what you do. And we're going to take you through a process over the week of just paying attention to all the things you do, making a list, and then starting to go through these three different steps and executing each one of them. But first thing that we find is when we take our, our clients through this, they're shocked. They're like, I had no idea that the, this was how many things that I in my, are in my brain that I feel like I need to do. And no wonder you're always overwhelmed because look, even if you're not thinking about it in that moment, even if you're not doing it, that thing takes space in your subconscious mind. And that's the reason why over time we start to have a resistance to success because the bigger our team grows, the more things we think we have to do, it feels like it's pulling us further and further away from the things that we really want. But being intentional, starting to look at your time this way, it also has a benefit because you automatically begin to feel like you do have enough time because you start to realize that there are things I can easily eliminate and it it frees up hours of your time each week. But after we've gone through that first step of eliminating, we still have a list of all these things that like they just have to be done. But then here's the second question we ask ourselves. Can you somehow automate that task or that thing so that you don't have to be the one that personally does it? See, the goal in the second step is to begin to create systems, processes, and tools that will execute certain tasks so you can free up more of your own personal time. Now, when we talk about systems and tools, these are things that have always been a big focus of ours with teaching Love, Serve, Grow. And if you've been following us for a while, you know that. If you're new to our teaching, maybe you know you haven't had a chance to see some of the systems that we teach. But when in the area of like automation and creating systems and tools, what we recognize is that you'll never have true financial or time freedom unless you do a really good job in this area. And the thing about systems is this. We have to create a business that can run without us. See, for a lot of you, you have a big problem. You're way too important in your own business. Like if you are the center of the universe in your business, and as long as you remain that way, you're never going to have true freedom. 
Because if your business doesn't run without you, like if you have to show up every single day to motivate people, to pull them, to drag them, to get them to do the work, that's not freedom. So we have to learn how to start thinking differently. See, the goal is this. And how about, we talk about a mindset shift. What if the goal was for you to become insignificant in your business? What if your goal was to do such an amazing job doing these three things, right? Eliminating and automating and then delegating to other people. You did such an amazing job that your business literally didn't even need you anymore. That's such a foreign concept to people. But I'm telling you, there are people that that is the reality. They've done such an incredible job in this area. They do truly have freedom. And listen, it's not that they don't do their business. It's not that they're not showing up, but they do it because they love it and they want to, and they truly feel called to do this work, right? Their business doesn't own them. They own their business. And that's the point that we want to get you to. But when it comes to this idea of automation, and this is just a new term that we're introducing, automation really just means creating systems, processes, and tools, but we're going to take it even a step further. And and outside of just a couple of core systems, which I'll share with you, we want to instill a mindset and a habit that you Everything that you're doing in your business, you're constantly asking you, can I automate this? It's going to be a different way to think about what you do. But this idea of automation and creating systems and tools and processes, it's, it's ongoing. You're never done. It's not like a one-time thing that you do. It's not a project that you complete. It is a key part of any sustainable business because just like marketing, as your team grows, your systems need to change, right? When we're thinking about social media, right? The climate of social media is changing all the time. We have to keep learning and growing and evolving. But the same thing is with your systems, right? As your team grows, you need different kinds of systems. You need to be thinking differently. As the world changes, right? Like in the last couple of years, what happened with COVID? I mean, there are people's businesses that they, they did a 180. You know, people that were building offline had to go online. So we're constantly having to assess the circumstances of the world, the size of our team, the culture of our business, and decide, are we on the right track when it comes to this area? But the interesting thing is this. Automation is about a lot more than just the way you run your business. See, because there's also personal automation. And this is something that we're also going to be helping you with inside of the program. And when we think about personal automation, here's what we need to start thinking about. How do you run your life? right? What systems, processes, and tools are you employing outside of your work so that you can be more efficient and more productive? Now, let me give you an example. Something like a morning routine, right? A morning routine is a process or a system. And inside of a routine, you may have tools that you use. So when we think about like, are you intentional about your mornings? What are your non-negotiables for your mornings? Are there things that you systematically make sure that you do to get your day started in the right way? Automation transcends just our business. See, the problem is we find with so many of our clients, they have so many inefficiencies in their personal lives that keep them from reaching their full potential in their business. And I'm going to tell you right now, and this is very counterintuitive, the hustle harder trap will never lead you to this. For some of you, one of the most important things you can do right now is just creating some space so you can actually relax and rest because the pace at which you are running right now, you will never be able to sustain this. See, we like to say it like this. For a lot of people that that have been conditioned through that toxic hustle culture, they've been going so fast and doing so much for so long, like the rest is the work for you. I'm going to say that again. The rest is the work that you need to be doing more of. 
You need to be demonstrating to your team what freedom really is. Stop selling them a lie. Stop telling them that they can have something that you don't even have in your own life because you won't even give yourself permission to do it. We've got to be intentional about the way we spend our time. And that means when you're working your business and when you're not working your business. I believe the, the times when you do not work your business are as, if not more important than when you do, if you want long-term sustainable success. So in this second step of automation, we take a detailed look and audit in inventory of everything you're doing in and out of your business, all your habits, all the things that the, uh, to, so you can identify the roadblocks that are holding you back and begin to employ automation. And this is literally like, you know, when I talk about these three steps of eliminating, automating, and delegating, these, these are things that it's an ongoing discipline. So inside of the new Love, Serve, Grow program, we're going to be leveraging accountability groups and coaching so that you can stay on track as your business grows, as the circumstances of your life change, you can remain focused on these most important concepts because that's been the problem for most of you is you've just, you've been focusing in too many areas. You've been trying to learn too many things when at the, at the end of the day, there's really only a handful of things that if you can stay focused on, will get you to where you want to go the fastest. So that's what we're going to be building in. And you know, at the end of the day, what it really comes down to is it comes down to just learning how to manage yourself in relation to time in your life. It's not time management. It's always self-management. When, we are, when we're doing a better job of managing ourself in the way we're showing up in our business and our life, it's amazing how all of a sudden the time that we do have, for years we thought it wasn't enough, and all of a sudden we find out it is. So when I, you know, what's interesting is I talk a lot about you know, what Love, Serve, Grow in my mind really represents now is when we think about anti-hustle harder. And we talk about slowing down because you got to slow down to do this work. For a lot of people, this kind of stuff feels like it's going in reverse, but it's taking a step backwards so you can take two huge, huge steps forward. It's not slowing down for the sake of going slow. I don't want you to go slow. I want you to slow down so you can check in with these important things, start thinking more intentionally and approaching your business in a different way. So then and only then you can speed up, but you speed up in a way that is sustainable and in alignment with what you actually want in your business and in your life. That's where we're shifting. But let's talk a little bit more about automation, systems, processes, and tools. So there are a handful of core systems that I believe every single sustainable, successful business must have in this space. And these are going to be the core systems that we are teaching. Some of them we teach already, but we're going to be adding an additional spin and a couple of new ones. Number one, transformational selling. Transformational selling applies to customers and to growing your team. See, most people spend way too much time on marketing. They don't even know how to sell. We're going to change that. We're going to teach people how to transformationally sell so that they can start attracting the people they want to their team, the people that are willing to do the work. They can retain those people more and that they can attract the kinds of customers they want that aren't one-time buyers that you have to keep chasing, but people that actually are willing to buy over and over again and become raving fans. Now, all of that is determined by the way that you sell. So that's going to be a key thing. As I mentioned before, in the new program, we literally hired a transformational selling coach that is going to be reviewing and looking at your conversations that you're having and coaching you on how you can be more effective in what you're doing and what you're saying. It's going to be real powerful. Second system is you got to have a system for marketing, right? I mean, there's no two ways about it. It's pretty difficult to build a business in our space today not being on social media. But the problem is, for most people, the way that they're approaching social media, it's not sustainable, and they're spending way too much time on the front end of their business and not enough time on the back end. 
So we're going to teach you a transformational approach to social media and content, but it's going to be really formed around this idea of do less, do less, but do better and be more productive. Third system is what we call customer ascension. So the way we bring a customer into our business, we have to create an experience for them that is a wow experience. See, a lot of you are in companies that lead product first, and that's fine. People think sometimes, well, if I lead with the product, I won't be able to build my team. That's not true. Sometimes leading with the product is a way more sustainable way to grow your team because you're getting buy-in on the front end. Somebody has a transformative experience with the product, the likelihood of them actually doing the business and staying the course is much higher because their belief is a lot higher in what you're doing. So leading with the product is not a problem, but the way that you bring customers in, that will determine if they actually ever decide to become a consultant or build the business. So we actually have a system that we're going to be teaching you how to take a customer, turn them into a client, and how to turn a client into a consultant. We're going to walk you through that, but we're also going to teach you how to put real value on a customer. Customers are critical to a business. They are not second-class citizens. So much of the training I see out there is just on recruiting or how to get a customer to become a recruit. Well, how about this? How about we honor customers? How about we create an incredible experience where customers feel welcomed? Because a customer is in a critical part to a business. You don't have a customer, you don't have a business. So we have to learn how to balance out the two different parts. That's what we're going to help you to do. The fourth system is onboarding. How are you bringing new team members into your team to help them create quick results? There's lots of different content that we've produced in that topic. And then the fifth core system is accountability. You have to have a way to identify the most committed people on your team, start working with them in a manner that is conducive to them growing and learning and evolving. Most leaders, they just spread themselves too thin. They work one-on-one too often. We teach a system to bring people into groups and a specific tool that we call a weekly accountability meeting or a WAM that you're going to learn how to run on your team. But once again, these are the core systems. These are the big building blocks. These are the foundational pieces. Every business must have them. This is what we're going to be teaching you how to do. But it goes beyond that. Because what we want to do is we want to create a mindset, almost like a set of lenses of how you see your business in the world, which is based on automation. And what we want you to start thinking about is automate any essential task or conversation That's critical to your business growth. So let me give you some examples. You know, now these are some of the obvious ones. How somebody shares your product or business. It's got to be very detailed and simple and clear. How about this? How about when a customer asks you questions? Like how many times have you had a customer ask you a question? You get the same question over and over again. Maybe it's a question about your products. Maybe it's a question about the process or of them using the products. And how, how often do we just give that information to someone? And over the course of time, we spend X amount of time doing that. Well, how about this? When we think through the lens of automation, instead of just giving them the information, why not create a video or a tool that will actually give it to them for them? See, I think we coddle customers. And this is team members too as well. Team member asks you a question, what do you do? You tell them what to do. Well, how about instead of taking the time to answer the same question over and over again, whether it's a customer or a team member, how about you film a video? And how about, here's a, here's a crazy idea. How about you actually give somebody else the onus to go take five minutes and watch the video, right? Like if we're leading people the right way and we're bringing them in transformationally, it's like they're not going to be averse to taking their own time to watch something. But here's the thing, that five minutes, yes, I get it. You could have given them the answer. But over time, how many of those five minutes add up? So we start automating things, questions, 
objections. We're creating tools. We're directing people to. But here's the other thing we're doing. Whether it's a customer or a team member, we're teaching them how to take responsibility for their own business. Like if a customer comes to you, you just give them the information. That's great. Now you might say, well, Bob, that's customer service. Okay, you could view it that way. But I, I see it like this. If somebody's really seriously invested and committed in their transformation, right, it's not going to be anything for them to take a little bit of time on their own to watch a video or, or consume a tool or, or read something that could help them in getting something that they want. And the problem, and, and here's what this does, there's a psychological aspect to this, is it creates this thing where I'm not here to do it for you. We're doing this together. They get more buy-in that way. See, we see it the other way. Well, it's just easier and more convenient for me to do it for them. Right. You think about like, you know, somebody asked you a question, you know, in, in my team, I had this one leader and this, he literally had a, a predominant leader on his team that could not pull a report and look at his own downline report. His name was Carl. Anytime Carl would reach out, I don't think Carl listens to this podcast. So I think I could, if he did, he, I'm pretty sure he would know I'm talking about him, but love Carl. Hey, Carl, if you're listening, I love you. You know, <laughs> I don't think you are, but anyway, Carl would call the upline. And he would always just be like, I'll go get the information for you. And I'm like, dude, why are you doing that? Like, why are you doing that? You are enabling him, okay? And he's now like, he now is just like dependent on the fact that you'll do it. So like over time, we like do things for people because we think like our, literally our self-worth as a leader is tied to what we do. And the more we do, the more worthy we are because we're, we, we have that imposter syndrome. We feel like we have to prove ourselves constantly. This is the reason why we do this. That's the reason why doing less is so hard. But we got to break free from that because if you do for someone, you steal the opportunity for them to learn and grow. So I told my friend, I go, how about you just record a screen share video of you doing it and give it to him. And the next time he needs it, trust me, he'll figure it out. Like this is the mindset we have to have. We got to, we have to foster independence in the people that we're leading. That's how we get to a place where freedom is. So let me go through this list here. I've jumped around on a bunch of them. How about weekly training calls? Is there a specific process that you have for doing a call? See, part of the reason why automation is so important is it leads us to the next step of delegation. You can't delegate to others unless it's automated. So like, let's take a training call. You might be like, well, Bob, I do the training call every week. And I'm like, but do you have to do it? First answer might be yes, but I'm like, do you have to do it? Are you? Because here's the thing. If you're the one that's doing it all the time, you're robbing someone else of the opportunity to learn and grow. Somebody else to, so we, the third step, we delegate to elevate people in their growth, in their leadership, in their confidence, in their belief. So what if you took the time to actually document the training call process, to have an actual flow, to be able to say, look, here's what we do. You take this part. So we start delegating piece by piece. So eventually someday we don't have to do it at all. See, but you're not going to get from point A to point B unless you're intentional in the era that I'm talking about here. Here's another really good example. When we talk about the critical conversations, automating it. So I just did a coaching call for one of our clients and she was sharing how they're a very product focused company and that, and that's, she struggled with it a little bit because what she noticed was everybody was getting customers, but then people were struggling to get like consultants. And so my question to her was, well, tell me about that critical conversation that has to happen at some point when somebody is using the products and that person wants to introduce them to the business. See, the problem is most people won't automate that, right? They won't, they'll just let the consultant have the conversation. But here's the thing. There's no quality control to that. You have no idea what they say or do. They most likely don't know how to create value for becoming a consultant because they don't know how to talk about the right things. They're talking transactionally, not transformationally. 
So what you got to do is you have to create a tool, film a five, 10 minute video of you talking about the value of being a consultant because you know you'll do it the right way. You'll do it transformationally. You know if you have a customer that talks to you that's had a great experience with the products, there's a pretty good chance they're going to probably be a, a consultant. But most people are not like you. So let's automate that. Let's create a video that we can say, hey, team, when you want to share the opportunity with somebody that's customer, just play this. Watch what happens over time. Uh, another example would be individual coaching calls. So many people just do these coaching calls like randomly with anybody that asks. You can't do that anymore. You can't give your time to somebody just because they ask for it. You have to ask yourself, is this person deserving of my time? Now, that doesn't mean are they a good human being or a good person. It means are they committed in their own business? Because how many times have you just spent hours and hours a week coaching people one-on-one, -on -one, doing these monthly strategy sessions with people that do absolutely nothing? We have to change the manner in which we work with our team. And then a final example that I just jotted down is like recognition. Most people have no system or process for recognition. They only recognize the big rank advancements and the big accomplishments. They're not intentional about recognizing people of different commitment levels. They're not intentional about recognizing people that have uh, a different backgrounds, whether it's, you know, ethnicity or whether it's, uh, you know, area of team. Maybe you have a non-U.S. and a U.S. team. It might be gender. They don't do a good job of recognizing effort, of recognizing people that are just acting in, in alignment with values or priorities. Like, how about recognizing somebody that didn't work on a Sunday for the first time in a couple of months because they wanted to give themselves permission to be able to enjoy their family? Recognize that person. There's no system. There's no process for this. This is what we have to start doing. Now, look, I get it. Probably feels like a lot to you. And it can be a lot. But here's the secret. Here's the thing. You don't do it all at once. See, what we do is we set the baseline of thinking this way, of thinking through these different steps. And then what you need is you need the coaching and you need the community and you need the support and you need the discipline to remain focused on these things. So one by one, over time, little by little, you start to make these changes. You're a part of a community that keeps you on track with these things. And, and it is something, like I said, it's a process. It's, it's not a destination. You never fully get there. We're constantly reassessing and we're making the necessary changes. So. That's the second step of the process, automation. Now, it's critical, right? Because the only way that we can do an effective job with the third step, delegating, is we've got to have some of these things documented. We've got to have that automation because when you've got the automation, when you have the system, when you have the tools, when you have the processes, it makes it a lot easier for new and up-and-coming leaders to have the confidence to believe that I can do it. And so that's what we're going to cover in the third part of the series. We're going to cover the third step, which is delegation. And I can't wait to share that with you. And hey, listen, before we go, uh, just another quick reminder. We've got a big free challenge coming up in just over a week. It's our transformational recruiting conversations challenge. We're going to teach you transformational selling. This is the first time we've ever taught this. I'm so excited. If you haven't had a chance to get registered yet, make sure you do. It's yourvirtualupline.com forward slash transform. We'll drop that link in the show notes for you as well. But I know we've got a ton of you that are really excited about this and I can't wait to share it with you. So hope you got some value out of today's episode. Have a great weekend, everybody. And I'll see you next week. Take care.